Changing healthcare starts with a dream. Better care, smarter care, and healthier people. Listen weekly as Dr. Gregory Goodman interviews today's most innovative MDs as they transform healthcare and share their journey from white coat to business suit, highlighting lessons learned and golden prescriptions for your success. Join us today and get your doctor-recommended dose of MD innovation. So welcome to the Modern MD. This is Dr. Gregory Goodman. I'm very excited. We've got Dr. Gary Choi, co-founder of Cred Simple, a platform that digitizes and automates the currently labor-intensive and manual process of medical credentialing. Gary is the Assistant Chief Medical Information Officer for Advanced Technologies at Massachusetts General Physician Organization at MGH. His clinical interests are cardiothoracic, abdominal, and emergency imaging, and Gary is also an active faculty member at Harvard Medical School and Harvard College. Gary, welcome to the show, and, and thanks for being on the show with us. Uh, thanks so much, Greg. Uh, looking forward to speaking. Awesome. So I'd love for you to share a little bit more about you personally and your journey as a physician entrepreneur. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I would say that my journey started really following uh, my passion and uh, started even before I went into medicine. And I would say that one key principle I follow is really do something you're really interested in and something that's fun, that's not really work, so to speak, but really follow your dreams. And so really my dream is to impact healthcare and help healthcare solve problems. Uh, originally, I was an engineer. So before medicine, I was a chemical engineering undergraduate major. I went into engineering because I was always interested in tinkering, interested in technologies and solving problems. And that's bug never went away. And so that's what led me to continue to pursue a dual track, so to speak, not only practicing clinical medicine, but also trying to solve problems uh, as an entrepreneur. What an incredible journey, Gary, and I'm excited to learn more. So we love to start the Modern MD off with a success quote. Do you have something that you'd like to share that's meaningful to you? A quote that I like to follow in the many things I do in life, uh, whether it's as a physician, as an entrepreneur or dad, a husband, you know, in, in life in general is to keep things simple. That's the quote I like to follow. And that, I guess that's, you know, that's why we call the company Cred Simple too, the one that I'm actively involved in right now. I think that, you know, there's a lot of complexity in everything we do, but if we keep things simple, we could solve the problems in a very practical way and really make a difference. That's so cool. I think that makes so much sense. You know, there's so many things that are so complicated and, you know, some of the best and most brilliant thinkers can really take that complexity and boil it down and kind of figure out what the most important or simple parts are. So that was really cool. So I'd love to, you know, transition and, you know, this section's termed the white coat to business suit. So I know you currently still practice clinical medicine. You have a a startup and a company you co-founded. Can you talk a little bit more about that transition and, and, and how you went from currently practicing and, and managing your clinical uh, practice as well as working as an entrepreneur? Yeah, I would say that it was a natural evolution. I would say it started when I had, uh, you know, as a physician, I, I'm a radiologist, and um, the practice of radiology you know, enabled me to really work with all types of physicians. I was um, also practicing teleradiology, 
several years ago when I was actually uh, working a lot of night shifts. I was, doing, I was doing primarily emergency radiology where I had the opportunity to really spend uh, additional time to pursue not only my academic interests but my entrepreneurial interests uh, because I had uh, the benefit of actually a pretty interesting schedule in that I worked one week on and overnights, you know, rough schedule, very intense, high volume. But I also had a rest period of uh, two weeks for every one week that I was able to work. And this is uh, one of the standard kind of schedules for an ER overnight radiologist, typically called a night hawk. And so I was able to do this uh, at Mass General. And on my part-time, you know, on my off weeks, in addition to catching up on sleep, I pursued an MBA at uh, the Hopkins Terry Business School. You know, this was really not, to me, a burden at all. In fact, you know, my wife asked, you know, why do you want to do this? You know, it was actually really exciting and fun to go uh, really put on a different hat to think at a systems level and to learn skills outside of medicine and how and how to bring some of the business thinking and some of the design thinking that the program, which I attended, really emphasized. How do we solve problems? And that's where I actually met uh, my co-founder, Mike Simmons, uh, co-founder of Tread Simple. Uh, he currently is the chief executive officer uh, running the company. And uh, this is where, you know, the benefit of going to business school, uh, where you get to talk to other folks, interact with them, and really start to think differently uh, and to bring together ideas from other industries uh, in addition to the people to try to tackle something which uh, I thought was a huge problem and uh, Mike agreed, uh, which is the complexity and inefficiency, high cost related to the current way we do medical credentialing. And so we were, you know, drawn to this very, uh, you know, not so sexy problem, actually. This is not an app, not telemedicine where you could click a button and see a doctor. This is actually a problem behind the scenes. And we actually thought this was fascinating. And this is uh, one of the highest cost uh, processes that are done redundantly throughout all healthcare organizations and insurance companies as part of a required administrative uh, process. And so we thought it was pretty cool. And so during the time I was in business school, uh, I was able to basically start this business with Mike Simmons, a classmate uh, in the program. That's awesome. And, and one of the common themes that I've uh, you know, heard from some of the guests is you know, business school really gives you the opportunity to really interact with, with different folks and, and you know, learn different skill sets. It gives you kind of that opportunity to to think and, and spend some more time. And, and that's so cool that you actually kind of uh, found a problem and built the business uh, while in business school. That's really cool. And um, so I'd like to shift to kind of what I'm terming the idea to venture. And, you know, most of the companies that are started or a lot of startups go through uh, failure or things that were different that they'd expect. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, starting Cred Simple and, you know, was, was there anything that you had to pivot or change or, you know, something that was different than what, what you kind of expected going in? Yeah, um, I would say that we had uh, numerous iterations uh, because we wanted to solve, you know, a lot of uh, our customers' uh, problems. And I would say that, you know, our mission is definitely just beginning. And, you know, as you start to, you know, talk to customers, uh, you start to hear more about ways technology can help, technology really can help. Uh, and what's interesting about the field that we're in with credentialing is that traditionally it's been very, very paper-based and it's, you know, a process which is 
really, if any technology is used, it's really currently uh, dependent on you know legacy software, which we call legacy now, but back then it was pretty uh, high tech and you know cutting edge. You know the fax machine. You know, so like these these types of technologies are really uh, you know part of medical credentialing today. And and so what we tried to do in the beginning was really listen to our customer. And so as you know, as you start to listen to your customer to try to identify where you can add value you start to have a large pipeline of uh, different features you could build, different ways you can tackle uh, the problem of medical credentialing, which, uh, and our goal is in the name of the company, which is to simplify the process. And credentialing right now is very complex with many different steps along the way, a heterogeneous across different organizations. Um, so we actually, in the beginning, we spent a lot of time really trying to compare and also centralize and distill what was the common denominator between all the different customers we were trying to serve. Because, you know, keep in mind we're a startup, uh, there are limited resources, and we could only do so much with so many resources. Which fortunately, we uh, just got seed funding for, and we're actually, we just uh, rapidly expanded our engineering staff and our data science uh, team. And so, uh, the startup is no longer really truly a small start startup, uh, but we're uh, increasing the amount of work we can do to really add value to our customers. But I got to say, in the beginning, there's so much in front of us. We're actually uh, really interested in doing much more, um, and so um, so we, it was hard to really focus in the beginning. But not, but we were able to really listen to our customers and really try to allocate our resources in a smart way. I think that's so important, you know, to, to your point, you know, when you're starting a company, there's only so much you can do. You have to get really focused and focus on, you know, the specific needs of the customer and, and delivering that, you know, in a capital efficient way. So congratulations on your on your recent funding and uh, wish you a lot of success on the journey. I'm sure it's going to be a really fun journey. So Gary, I, I'd love to hear, you know, maybe a success lesson from Cred Simple that you'd like to share or a lesson learned. Great question. I would say that a lesson learned would be to, um, you know, really be uh, perseverant and and patient. You know, really, you know, keep working hard at a goal and really keeping focus and not getting distracted. Um, so I guess that's a couple of lessons. You know, like you know, you know, work hard and focus. Um, and I think that Pret Simple uh, has been successful to date in really focusing on making credentialing simpler, trying to really distill the most important things that a customer wants and, and where we could actually help and at the current, in the current state of medical credentialing, where we could make things uh, less complex, where we could centralize, where we could leverage where technology can be leveraged. Um, I think that that's the key, the key thing for, uh, that I've learned through my work at Cred Simple, really uh, being laser focused on simplifying credentialing through uh, digital technologies, through informatics, and th that's what's uh, what I would take away from the work I've done uh, there to date. That's awesome. Just a quick question to to kind of understand your your initial vision with Cred Simple. Was that, I know you mentioned you did some kind of Nighthawk radiology 
I know you can kind of get uh, credentialed in multiple states. Is, is that what inspired you to start the company? I would say that's one of the one of the inspirations uh, because I was reading for multiple practices and getting credentialed, filling out tons of paperwork at numerous uh, sites, uh, the same forms, and on the back end, the administrative staff was doing the same work at different different, different places again and again. And not only did credentialing uh, processes occur at the practice level, but also on the insurance plan uh, side, where um, all the payers that would reimburse for the studies that I would read, each one of those also did credentialing. So if you can imagine the redundancy and the paperwork created across the system, uh, there's no coordination. Uh, costs were being, you know, spread across numerous stakeholders. You know, we like I, I just saw this as a very interesting problem uh, from a process standpoint. Uh, you know, where technology could really help and where better coordination could really help. Uh, so that's definitely one of the inspirations, and and the, not only to that itself, but every time you would mention medical credentialing to a physician, you could just see them uh, cringe in pain. Same thing if you talk to the CFO or talk to the administrative staff. Credentialing is this word that is associated with uh, frustration, associated with cost, and you know it, it's just something that has become a burden to healthcare. And that's and quite simple. We hope to really uh, improve this process. That's really exciting and, and so cool to hear uh, a little bit more about how it started and you know, it, it seems like you hit a big pain point. So that's, uh, that, that's super, uh, super cool. And, and I think it'll be a fun, uh, fun journey. So I want to shift to our, what, what I'm terming, not our typical hospital rounds. So these are business rounds. We'll ask you, you know, some personal questions and some things about, you know, trends in healthcare. So what is the best advice you've ever received? Best advice. That's a great question. I, I've received a lot of great advice from many mentors. Uh, and I would say in terms of uh, keeping with the theme of business rounds, best advice I've received is to, is to spend time really making sure you stay connected to um, your, the people who are most important to you in your personal life. Um, so I think that that's definitely uh, one of the greatest uh, pieces of advice I've had is because they're your foundation. So keeping you know in close touch with your you know friends, family, making sure that things at home are really uh, in order, and because they serve as your inspiration and your motivation to be passionate and to really pursue your, your let's say your professional uh, dreams. And this is advice coming from. Uh, a very successful executive um, who's you know been a CEO in numerous uh, Fortune 500 companies, and you know, and he's been very successful because he's really tried to keep focus on you know making sure uh, everything else around him you know allows him to succeed. That's so important, and you know, like you mentioned, I mean, it's very easy to get sucked in when you're excited and passionate about a venture and kind of lose track, you know, with family and friends and, and some of the most important pieces of your life. So really, really great advice. Thank you, Gary. So one of the things that I always find fascinating kind of along the same theme is a success habit or, or a kind of a daily morning routine. 
if you're doing the Nighthawk stuff still, that might be a little bit different, but do you have a daily success habit or something you do on a consistent basis that you'd like to share? Yeah, great suggestion. You know, I think that having daily habits and rituals really keeps you operating at a high performance level. And uh, I would say for me, yeah, my favorite thing to do is, and, and most uh, routine that I, I frequently have starts with my daily cup of coffee. So the daily cup of coffee cues me up for first thing I do in the morning, which is actually planning for the day, looking at my schedule so that I have all the priorities that I really want to get done today. So I'll give an example, uh, top three things I need to get done today. That's what I check in for in the morning. And and I won't go to sleep until I finish those three things. And my morning coffee cues me to really, really look at that list, look at what I'm doing in terms of what meetings I have today and what time I have to allocate to get those three things done. That is so cool. I'm, I'm a big coffee fan and hopefully we were on your daily list of things to do. I, I know uh, I really appreciate you taking the time today. So shifting a little bit more to kind of healthcare, do you follow some of the healthcare trends or, or would you like to, to share some of the things that you think are important to follow in healthcare currently? Yeah, there's healthcare is always changing and it's such an important part of uh, our lives and part of business and industry, you know, accounting for you know, nearly a, a fifth of our GDP in the United States alone. And, it, and it's not unique to just our country. I think that uh, one of the greatest trends that we need to look out for is how can we make sure our patients stay healthy and that our work done within the walls of traditional medicine, whether it's a hospital or a practice, uh, has impact on the patients actually not in front of us. And so that's the concept, you know, people call it population health. People have uh, kind of alluded to, you know, perhaps, could, you know, could we use wearables to do continuous monitoring of, you know, biometrics to try to, you know, intervene on our patients. But I think that the there's a huge opportunity. The biggest trend is really, you know, how do we take care of our patients uh, on an ongoing basis? So population health management, I think, is one of the most important trends that we need to look out for. How do we keep the patient from being admitted unnecessarily to the hospital? How do we keep them from being readmitted? Uh, could we take care of the patient outside non-traditional role of them coming into clinic? Could we do telemedicine? And so population health is a new way of thinking that we're, as a physician, we're not just taking one, taking care of one patient at a time, but could we take care of a population at a time? And, and that's where technology comes into play. Is, is I think that's one of the most uh, important things that we could start to look at. And there are a lot of innovations that are still yet to be, you know, discovered or executed on. And with all the data that we have now, with all the innovations in communications, you know, uh, cell phone communication, telecommunications, the, the dream of being able to do that as a physician, take care of more than one patient at a time in a very efficient way, uh, it's becoming much more possible. No, I couldn't agree more with you. And, and I think there is a you know big shift to thinking about prevention and thinking outside the four walls of the hospital and, and managing patients, you know, when they're not right in front of us, but to your point, you know, when they're at home or, you know, as they kind of travel through the 365 day journey every year how we can touch them and impact their lives and make it a really great experience for them. So Dr. Gary Choi, thank you so much for joining us on The Modern MD. Absolute pleasure uh, to have you on, uh, on the show. And 
you're, you're really transforming and, and pushing the boundaries, and it was an honor. Well, thank you very much. Glad to be part of the Modern MD series. Thank you so much for joining me today on The Modern MD. Head to themodernmd.com to get links and recaps of every show and so much more. Dose up and like The Modern MD Facebook page.